Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. If you're looking for a space to learn, develop and grow your spirit connection, let me tell you about The Gateway, my online community created to provide exactly what I needed when I was developing. I still am, but you know what I mean. Included is a monthly workshop with me, Q&A session, enhancement hour, which is a chance to get personalised feedback, guest teacher masterclasses, the Gateway exclusive circle and loads of chances for that much needed practice. Check out the school teaser at www.mediumshipmatters.co.uk. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. I've just looked over at the clock and as I'm recording this, it's 4.44. What a sign. (laughs) So we're on episode 12. Hello and welcome. And uh, how are you all? I hope you're really, really well. So I've got a few different things that I want to talk about today. Um, A little list in front of me that, as always, will see how it goes so often I've learned with this already that you know things that I think will take two minutes to talk about I end up talking about for 20 minutes and we run out of time so um today one of the things that's been coming up uh, with people that I've been reading for this week and working with this week is the idea of um how do we know when it's spirit versus us our imagination And uh, I'd love to give you a definitive list here where I could just go, well, you know, it's spirit when this happens and that's all great. But one of the things that I always try to do is be um, honest. And I want to be really, really honest today and say, I don't always know. You know, I'd love to be able to sit here today and say to you, 
I'm I'm always a hundred percent sure when spirit I'm in the presence of the spirit world, but I'm not. And one of the things that I think only really helps you on your journey is when you take the leap to start working with other people. Because when you take the leap to start working with other people, then when you feel the desire to say to somebody, I know that you're moving house, and they say, we are, we are, and you've never met them before, and you've never spoken to them before, then you know you got that information from their energy or from the spirit world. You know that you were working um, mediumistically or psychically, depending on, on what you're working with. But until you take that leap to work with other people, um, it's always really, really hard to know. And I'll tell you my theory on this. So we are all brought up, I think, to believe that the spirit world is separate. That um, we, when we die, if we believe that life continues, we go somewhere else and we go off to heaven and we look down on our loved ones who are still here. Now, I think it's a bit more sci-fi than that. And it's more about dimensions within dimensions, worlds within worlds. You know, you've all seen The Matrix. And so what I think happens is that the spirit world, they shift into their energy body, into their soul, and they are around us all the time. And I think if we could feel them all the time, it would be too much for us at this stage in our evolution and our consciousness. You know, we know that uh, there were lost civilizations, Atlantis, Lemuria, and places like that, where we could communicate freely with the spirit world. But in, in this world, we are a different type of consciousness. We're very physically based and I believe that our loved ones in spirit don't really go anywhere, you know, and I may have said this on this podcast before, if you were to move into spirit tomorrow and your loved ones were still here and you had a choice whether you would be off, I don't know, sitting on a cloud, watching down on them or in the presence around them for every moment of every day, I think we all know what we'd pick. We'd all want to be with them and I don't think it's any different. So when you start that mediumship journey, it's really, really hard because you're constantly doubting. You're constantly doubting whether it's real, whether you can actually feel somebody there or not. And I think that's just how it goes. You just learn to trust what you're getting and share it and hope that it's right. And the more that you trust it, the more you don't hold on to it, the more you don't hold on to it, the more it the more often it is correct because you've not got in the way of it. And so the, the better your flow becomes, the better the evidence becomes. So there's no sort of quick way of being able to tell you whether it's uh, you or spirit, I'm afraid. It's, it's just something that you learn with practice. I think that you get a stronger connection to them with practice and then it's easier and you do get more of a sort of sense that they're with you, but I still wouldn't call it particularly profound. I would call it in incredibly subtle. And you know, the only two times in my life that I have really felt the presence of the spirit world, physically felt it, 
has been the two times that I have given messages to people when I wasn't seeking the spirit world. So once was the uh, older gentleman that I mentioned on the podcast previously, and once uh, was my friend's mum who um, had really sadly died um, and she had an appointment scheduled with me. I think it was two or maybe three days following her mum's passing before the funeral. And uh, we didn't expect her to come in. We weren't even going to try to communicate with her. And she was so powerful and so intent to get that message to her daughter that she was okay and still around. And that was the two times where I've really felt spirit um, when I've been, you know, in my normal life. But when I'm doing mediumship, when I'm doing readings, when I'm communicating with your loved ones, all your spirit guides, it, it's just so subtle, barely perceptible. And I think that's because our consciousness is not evolved enough to be able to feel them like we'd like to. And I was having a lovely conversation with an amazing uh, couple of clients I've had this week. I've had some really amazing um, people on their journeys who are wanting to start opening up more and more, but just feel like they're not getting the information that they should from their teachers out there. And so I just wanted to talk about a few things that I found out when um, I was learning, because there's a lot of sort of assumed knowledge in mediumship. And I also think there's a lot of sort of smoke and mirrors with a lot of mediums. So the first thing I want to say talk about is gifts. You hear that term banded around all the time. Are you gifted? I'm gifted. Are you gifted? Now, this one is always really difficult because I do believe that being able to communicate with the spirit world is a gift. It's completely changed my life, completely. But it's not a gift that belongs to me that doesn't belong to you. I absolutely, completely and utterly believe that everybody has the ability to connect to the spirit world. Certain people will be better at different things at different times, but we all have the ability. It's not something magical bestowed upon the chosen few. So I know I've covered that before, but I just really wanted to cover it again in case someone just comes in and listens to this podcast, because I really feel like that message needs to get out there, because what that is, it's a little bit of that old sort of selling. It's the, I, um, I'm better than you. I've been bestowed something by the spirit world. I'm more magical than you. And it's also a really easy way to uh, get a good result in a psychic reading. Because if you work with somebody in a psychic reading and you say to them, like it's an exclusive club, you know, oh, I feel like you can connect to spirit too. Mm-hmm, oh uh, yeah. Then they're gonna leave feeling like they're really, really special and think you're amazing. But actually, if you're not backing that up with any sort of real advice or real inspiration from the spirit world. I mean, that's just the easiest thing to say to people, isn't it? To get a good result because you they feel like they're, they're special. And that's all anyone really wants, isn't it? Is to be told that they're special. 
And um, yeah, so you can look really great if you do that. There's a top tip for you. If you decide you want to be a lazy medium, you can just tell everyone that comes to see you that you feel that they'd make a really good healer or a really good, uh, they've got the, the ability to connect to the spirit world. Now, I do say that to people in readings, and I will have said that to people in readings, but it will have been in amongst a lot of other information um, that hopefully was evidential and they can understand. Um, it, you know, it happens a lot. You can always see it when there's a medium demonstrating and they've sort of run out of welly. They'll start sort of picking people in the audience and just saying things like, have you thought about working with the spirit world? Because it really, you know, it does help. So, yeah, just just my little thought there. So it's not really a gift. Um, I'm not really special. Uh, I'm special in lots of ways, let me assure you. But I am not uh, not particularly more special than you because I can connect to the spirit world. And that for me is um, important. So when I um, started sitting in the first development circle I sat in, and we were doing an exercise where we were inviting our spirit guides to stand at the edge of our energy and then step into our energy and then step out of our energy and then step in, step out, doing the okie-cokey with spirit guides. And we did this for weeks and I felt nothing. And I thought like I was broken. And I went to my friend's house who got me into all this and I said, you know, oh, I can't feel them. I can't feel them. And she said, oh, well, try again now, blah, blah, blah. And I tried and I couldn't feel them and I practiced and I couldn't feel them. And it was just getting to the point where I thought, mm, I'm the exception to the rule. I'm defective. My spirit guides aren't here at all. Where well, I heard one of them and, and it was it was a, <laughs> it was Marani, my one of my lady guides, the first guide I ever saw. And it was like she was pushing her face through like rubber. That's the only way I can describe it. And and she went, can you see me now? And it made me jump and I nearly fell off the chair. But she'd had to work so hard to be able to be heard by me because my expectation was that I would really feel it. I would feel it like you feel it when a human stands too close to you. You would feel it like you hear, feel it when um, someone gently places a hand upon your shoulder. And it's more subtle than that. And the only reason they pulled out all the stops for me to be able to see that and, and hear that like that was because I was about to give up. And I had put weeks in at this stage. So, and that's the other thing I want to talk about, seeing and hearing spirit. Now, I've always been really inquisitive and sometimes with uh, spiritual folk, that doesn't go down very well because um, I'm sure people thought I was a right little upstart, but I'm honestly not, or I've just got lots of questions. And, you know, one of the things that I found was that people, when you would join a group, would say how they were say seeing or hearing spirit. But if you actually ask them, you know, are you, so you're seeing them, you're seeing them with your physical eyes, they're stood next to me and you can see them like you can see me. They'd go, oh, no, 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 no. I, I see them in my mind. And you'd go, you can hear them. You can hear them in their voice. What does their voice sound like? What do they sound like? Have they got an accent? And they go, oh, no, 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 I can't hear them, hear them. It's my own voice in my head, but I know spirit are talking to me. And that's great. 
I use the word see and hear, you've just heard me use it. However, it's really important that we communicate to people at the beginning of their spiritual journey, at the start, that when we're talking about seeing and hearing, except for the exceptions, who are few and far between, for the majority of us, it's seeing in our mind's eye and it's hearing in our own voice in our heads. So there's so many people I've been meeting this week who've been feeling sort of disillusioned, like they're the ones that can't do it, like there's something wrong with them, their connection's not good enough. And actually their connection is fine. It's their expectations of how mediumship should work. And I do think there's a lot of mediums and have been a lot of mediums who propagate that it's like that so that they can remain on that sort of elusive, I've got more of a gift than you, I can see more than you, I'm I'm more special than you. And uh, that's not the spiritual way. So I do think this new age of energy that we're in, this age of Aquarius, is very much about moving us forward in a honest and truthful dialogue about what it actually feels like when you're working with the spirit world. And I'll tell you what it feels like when you're working with the spirit world. In the most part, it feels like you could be sat in a room by yourself, making it up like a nutter. I hope that helps. <laughs> uh, the other thing that I wanted to cover actually was um, the old, I've seen spirits since I was a child. Now, as you will know, if you've listened to all this podcast, I did not believe that I was seeing spirit when I was a child. And I did have some spiritual experiences when I was little and I did hear people calling my name and I did. I now know that spirit have been around me all of that time, guiding me, helping me, inspiring me, trying to get through my thick skull when something's not a good idea. However, this seeing spirit since I was a child imagines that all these little kids walking into a room and there's a little old lady in a rocking chair going, hello, dearie, I used to live here before your parents. And I don't think for the most part that it's like that. Now, there are some people I know who had very, very um, spooky experiences because they were far more open than I and I, you know, I have just read Doris Stokes. Uh, with Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Whispers? 
Voices, voices, sorry, Doris, voices um, compilation. I have no doubt that Doris could see and hear spirit the way that she was saying it. But what's happened is more and more people have sort of rolled with that. I think Doris was very unique in her connection and she was part of a movement of change of mediumship. So her soul came here to be able to do those things, to open up mediumship to more people. And, you know, sometimes, yes, I have seen spirit and sometimes, yes, I have heard spirit. But for the most part, it is a voice in my head, my voice in my head, my thoughts, the images that it feels like my imagination is producing. And just because you may not think you saw spirit when you were a child doesn't mean that you can't work with the spirit world. It doesn't mean that you haven't been blessed with the divine gifts of connection. We've all got the divine gifts of connection. So if you're starting to doubt yourself, I hope this sort of just makes you feel a bit better. You know, I would love to tell you that I'm, you know, I just know that spirit here and I'm all good and let's just go for it. I'm not, I just know that they won't let me down. And I've, I've learned to trust them and I've learned to trust myself, but that trust has not come from a physical presence, a physical feeling. That trust has come from leaping into the abyss, going, I could be making this up and it making sense to people repeatedly for hundreds and thousands of readings as I've practiced. Okay. So again, you know, as I always say, please do drop me a message. Um, let me know your thoughts on this. Let me know how your journey is expanding. But you know, I always think it's good to be respectful of your teachers. Absolutely, be respectful of your teachers. But you don't have to take on board everything they're saying. And it's good to question. It's good to ask your guides to find ways to inspire you with the information that you need. It's good to go back to yourself to see how things sit with you. Don't just go with everything that somebody's saying as gospel. And, you know, this is something funny enough that um, my dear friend and colleague Sue um, and I were talking about earlier is truth. So um, if you follow me on Facebook, you'll know that I put a post up uh, this week uh, following the Mag Meghan and Harry interview. And uh, the, I can't quite get some people, some people I can, to understand that actually it doesn't matter whether they're telling the truth, whether they're lying, whether they're attention seeking, whether they're angry, whether they're fearful, whether they're all of the above is completely and utterly irrelevant. What is relevant is treating them with compassion, treating them from one human being to another human being with love and without judgment. And, you know, Sue and I were talking about this earlier and about how you know, one person's truth can be another person's complete lie without anyone actually intending to lie or mis mislead, you know, because we're all coming at things through our own filter, from our own perspectives, from our own understandings. You know, you think about when you send a text message to somebody, 
and they're having a bad day and they think you're having a go at them and when you read it back you you can't even work out how they got that from it but they had seen it through their filter they'd heard whatever they were hearing because of where they were at so if you were then to stand up and do a, a truth test thing you know um you, a lie detector that's the word then you know they you'd probably both pass because you're being truthful in the fact that you didn't send it with that intention and they're being truthful that they read it with that uh, filter applied. It doesn't mean that, that, that a lie has happened. It just means that you're both coming at things from a different perspective. And there is so much judgment. And I just wanted to cover that today because I've been having, I've been being schooled by the spirit world on judgment this week. So let me just tell you a little story about what happened this week. So I was taking Lord Monty for his uh, morning work, walk and uh, we walk uh, around a village up the road from us. Uh, we walk through the woods and through the fields and up through the village and then back home. And as we walk through the village, there was a car and it had um, six children all in the car, various ages. And it had uh, the mum and the dad and they had the mum was out of the car and the doors and the windows were open and the kids were wailing, screaming. And I thought, and you know what? I was judgmental and I will fully admit this to you. And I thought, oh, God, listen to those kids. They know they've got to go back to school today. What is wrong with them? And I sort of walked past, but really like, oh. Good grief, what a noise. <laughs> I know, when you say it out loud, you, you can't believe how you'd act. I mean, how many times a day do you have thoughts that you would never want anyone else to hear? But I'm, I'm trying to sit in the truth and share them with you all. Anyway, as I got nearer, um, I realised that the mum and the dad were having an incredibly heated, uncomfortable argument in front of their children. And their children were crying because they were so stressed and upset and, you know, a plethora of really bad language in front of their kids. And they were obviously really, really stressed and really, really involved in their own story. But it just it broke my heart because those kids were going to go to school and one of them looked like they were about four. And they were going to spend the whole day at school in the first week back following homeschooling. Um, I think it was the first day back at school. It might have been the second. And with their parents having gone into school, dropping them off, effing and jeffing at each other, screaming at each other about cheating, the mum refusing to get in the car. And they were going to be, and you know, I walked past as quickly as I could, but I just felt so bad that I had judged those children. And from an energetic perspective, what I did was I felt someone in need and I sent them judgment. Isn't that horrendous? And so I was trying to take it back and I was invoking angels and I was trying to send love to them and, you know, but the fact of the matter is, it was a really good lesson for me because we don't know what other people are going through. And I was too quick to be human. And, you know, I, I'm fine with it because 
this is the journey. You can't blame yourself for having a human reaction to something. But it's really, really important that we start trying to evolve, that we start trying to hold a space for each other to make mistakes. So last podcast, I was talking about, you know, letting people uh, fix their own problems, empowering them, telling them you believe in them, uh, letting them find their own way and supporting them. But actually part of that process is letting people make mistakes and not taking it personally. You know, let unless it personally impacts you, but there are so many people now getting personally offended by things that actually are nothing to do with them, that don't matter to them at all. Um, now, if you you know me, you know I'm very pro LGBTQIA+. You know, you know that that is a big, big passion of mine. That everybody should be able to be who they want to be and love who they love, and that's how it should be. You know. And while we're just talking about that, can I just say, in my experience, I know we like to give assign uh, angels genders, but as far as I'm concerned, when you actually spend time with angels. You might pick up a masculine or a feminine energy from them, but they uh, they don't have a gender. So all of this ridiculous stuff that we get caught up in, in labelling and uh, being angry, but people get so upset about that, even though it doesn't impact their lives at all. Why do you care? Why do you care? I just don't get it. If it's gotten, if it has no impact on your life and you are allowed to live your life how you wish, then why can't you allow others to to live their lives? And not just how they wish, but how they are. Anyway, get off my soapbox. But I think that's something that we all need to address within ourselves. And the key with judgment, the funny thing is, isn't it, is that you're actually judging a part of yourself that you're not comfortable with, that you haven't healed. You know, people who are happy, and well-rounded and filled with love and filled with hope, don't judge other people, or at least not all the time. So if you're judging somebody, that means there's something going on for you to look at within yourself. And I know that I'm in a changeable space at the moment. And I know I'm a little bit frustrated because I like to know where I'm going. And at the moment, it's certainly a period for me where I can't get a real idea of what the spirit world want me to do next. So I'm in a holding pattern. And it's a nice holding pattern. It's not a bad one. But it presses my human buttons that I can't make plans, that I don't know what's going to happen, that I don't know where they want me. You know, so... I've got my own stuff that I'm bringing here into my interactions with people. And so I'm just asking that we all just try and allow people to have space to make mistakes, just like we would hope that people would allow us to have chances to make mistakes, space to make mistakes. You know, I went into business with a friend of mine a few years ago, and I knew it wasn't going to work out. I knew it from the very beginning. And I kept pushing that thought away and hoping that it would be okay. 
And, you know, I was completely in my ego. She had some stuff going on with her. And I got into, I went into my saviour complex and I went into my, I can help you live a better life. I'm going to help you kind of thing. And I couldn't find my voice. And this went on for months and I got more and more entangled in it with me not being able to find my voice. And uh, then eventually I had to say for various reasons that it wasn't going to work. And they were really, really upset with me. Now, if you were to speak to her, she would tell you that I'm a horrible person, that I'm not spiritual at all, that I let her down, that I cost her money, that I'm selfish and unkind. And from her perspective, she would be telling you the truth. Um, from my perspective, if you'd seen me through all of that, you'd know how much it cost me emotionally, financially, uh, mentally, you would know how much I tried to make it right. Um, you would know uh, that, you know, I accepted when I just couldn't and I accepted defeat. But you would know how much, you know, how much I thought about that and tried to do the right thing. Now, it doesn't mean that she's wrong, because I did treat her like that. And it was a mistake. And I should have known better. And I... Yeah, you know, that's how it goes. But, you know, I'm grateful for those mistakes because I've learned from them. And they are mistakes that I will never make again. And every time I feel myself slipping into those patterns that caused those problems, I know I'm strong enough now to vocalise what I need to vocalise and, and say what I need to say. So, you know, we are here to learn. And most of the most part, we all learn from the mistakes. We all learn from the things that we shouldn't have done that we did that blew up in our face. So therefore, we don't want to be judged for our worst day. We shouldn't judge anybody else for theirs. So I shouldn't have judged those children crying in the car. And I shouldn't judge their parents either for arguing. Everybody is just doing the best that they can with the skills that they have in the emotional state that they are in, in this moment. I've had moments of brilliance. I've had moments of absolutely rubbish, human anger, ego stuff, because that's what we are. We're here to be a mixture of all of those things. You can't be one without the other. You can't be all spiritual. You're not living a human existence. So you just have to try and hope that experiences like me with those kids are few and far between. So, yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about this week was just trying to allow ourselves, because it all starts with self, um, but also allowing others the chance to make mistakes, to not get it right first time. And to try not to hold on to those things because, you know, people do hold on to stuff that doesn't serve a purpose, that is purely because their ego is a bit damaged so they want to punish somebody. And actually, you know, trying as much as we can to be understanding just as we would want others to be understanding to us. And if we're not able to be understanding, forgiving ourselves in that moment too. So uh, yeah, there we go. Another podcast done. I've still got a huge list of things to talk about, but of course I would still really, really like to hear from you. Um, if you've got any comments, any thoughts, um, 
any questions and I just want to give a shout out and a big hug back uh, to Marcel from Holland who's been uh, listening from day one and sent me such a lovely message earlier it made my day so uh, yeah hope you've all enjoyed that and I will see you on the next one have a lovely day imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.